This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo with me today. Jerry's out with a Rutgers situation today and tomorrow. They're called games. What? Games. Oh, he's got games. Yes. They're playing where? Columbus? Yes, Ohio State. Columbus, Ohio. Situation's a fun word, but I mean, they do... They play games. They have games. Okay. Road games. Well, yes. that makes sense. They well, travel. Because other times when they have games, he's he. It's only like a one day situation. This looks seems oh, okay. like a multiple. Uh, yeah. Multiple I, trip. I don't know the logistics of why it's a multiple multi day. Yeah. Situation, as All you right. would say. But yes, that is Fair indeed enough. the case. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did his Pat McAfee um, this uh, spotlight yesterday. A couple Will this things. be the last one? I don't know. I hope he keeps going now that he's. Into the Epstein Island list. <laughs> He's taking shots at Jimmy Kimmel. I love it, love it, love it. So, yeah, he took a shot at uh, Jimmy Kimmel yesterday uh, while on the Pat McAfee show. They were talking uh, briefly about the uh, Epstein list, which I cannot wait for it to come out. You have any interest in that or no? Um, I mean, I watched the documentary. Yeah. I don't... I. I'm kind of I'm kind of good with it, I guess. At this point, I don't know. You watch the document documentary, so you've already seen pictures of most of the people with young girls uh, that were already f- on the documentary. A few so of them, we yeah. know who's on the list. I suppose maybe not everyone on the list. Great, I love it. I love that now, this list is coming out. I, I'm going to ask this, and I know oh, you right. could no way you watch <laughs> the whole interview. You're not going to know the answer to the question, but like, why does this continually come up with Rogers on? The McAfee show, because this is something they've talked about a couple of times now, yeah? Which thing in particular? The Epstein list. Like because, what? It's, because here's why. Because Aaron Rodgers is a guy who feels like people like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Howard Stern, these guys now tell you how you should be living. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, their past is shady. Right. So he wants all of these people on this list to come out because these are probably people who are holier-than-thou types of telling you how right. to live your life and um, all that sort of thing. And now they have this checkered past. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers suggested that Jimmy Kimmel would be worried about this list, that he would be on the list. Yeah, but then didn't McAfee quickly say, like, and you kind of saw the look on his face as soon as Rodgers said Kimmel's name. Plus, you got the ABC, ESPN, Disney yeah. connection. But um, I guess McAfee had kind of – or McAfee – Kimmel had taken a shot 
at Rogers. They at some point played a clip from something that Rogers said. Yeah, to Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show previously yeah. had talked about uh, all of these. You know, there were a ton of like UFO stories that yes. hit the news, and he was his claims he saw one. Yeah, and his claim was all these UFO stories are being released to keep uh, the Epstein client list okay. stories down. All right. So Jimmy Kimmel made fun of that. Anyway, my point is because Kimmel mocked him. Yes. It almost felt like that's why Rogers kind of tossed Correct. his name in there yesterday. Correct. So you can understand where Jimmy Kimmel fired back the way he did. Yeah, so then Jimmy Kimmel took to Twitter and said, Dear A-hole, for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from. Um, your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up and we will debate the facts further in court. Yeah. I'll see you in the people's court. That's right. I'll sue. Um, I, now I, I just told you I watched the documentary. I don't remember the timeline of like, what was peak Epstein? Like what kind of years are I don't we know talking? Either. Cause I feel, I feel like, like it was the nineties and the yeah, 2000s. See, that's where I don't, uh, would, would Kimmel have really been? No, he was no. never linked to any of these things. No, no. But you got, like, multiple ex-presidents linked. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not what you want. Bill Gates. It's not good. Bill Gates. Oh. I took Bill Gates the year we did the bad year draft because I thought this That's list right. was going to come out. Yeah. And I'd seen photos of him with the with the girl who alleges this happened. Yeah. Uh. So I thought he'd definitely show up on the list. So you guys did that in multiple years then? No, no, no. We did it one Just year. One, oh, but you selected multiple people, right? Yeah, yeah. We each got like you four nailed, people. Who was it you I picked? got Will Smith. That's what it was. I had Will Smith That's and right. Kanye. But Will Smith... <laughs> I just felt something brewing between him and his wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I really won the year because of that with one. with Chris Rock. But yeah. as we later found out from that one-on-one Jada did not that long ago that they've essentially been separated for yeah. a long time. Oh, they've got a wild relationship, yes. those two. Yes. So then um, right now on Twitter, the man show is trending because this is what happens then, yeah. too. <laughs> so Jimmy Kimmel, who's now, it's like the Howard Stern effect, and they're buddies, <clears throat> is that yeah, built your career starting with the man show, and now you're woke, as they say. Uh-huh. So now everyone's pulling up all these old clips of uh, the man show where Jimmy Kimmel's asking girls to reach into his pants. <laughs> so that's interesting. <laughs> the man show, and then he was, was the sidekick on uh, Win Ben Stein's Money, right? or the, oh, yes. the host or whatever. Yes. Because weren't those too. both, was the man... They were all Comedy Central. Comedy Central, yeah. right? I know I know when Ben Stein's money was that. The the man show was as well. It yes. was what, Adam Carolla? Was that with Adam Carolla? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So huh. I do love any sort of uh, Aaron Rodgers conspiracy theories, although I was very confused about the other one that came up, which uh, I, I tried to find clarity on the Internet and the people who who recap these Aaron Rodgers things are also confused. He had some weird conspiracy about the colors 
for the Super Bowl oh, yeah. logo. See, that's not, I don't think that one was that hard to follow because so, uh, they well, threw up the graphic. Okay, so what is was he saying here? They showed the only, I think they at least in the clip I saw they just showed the last two Super Bowls. So every, each year, new Super Bowl, new Super Bowl number, and they'll come up with a logo that usually has some sort of color scheme. I don't okay. know how they decided it, what it's based on, maybe the host city. So I guess in the prior two Super Bowls, the color scheme matched the eventual Super Bowl matchup, which was Rams and Bengals. And then last year, once again, the logo matched the sort of combined colors of the Chiefs and the Eagles. Okay. And this year's um, colors, you could make the case, would be 49ers-Ravens. So they're trying to project, A, could it be a coincidence, and hey, maybe it's going to be Niners-Ravens, or for people that believe these things are rigged and staged, I think that was sort of the oh, I hat they were. I don't know if they were really suggesting that, because Rodgers then kind of said, hey, as long as next year's logo's got some Jets colors in it, you know, and he was kind of playful about Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, I always did wonder why they didn't choose the colors of the host city, which they don't do. Well, maybe not the the NFL team that plays there, but I don't know if the colors somehow have something to do yeah, with the local. I I don't I can't speak to how they come come up with that, and I don't know if on the show yesterday they went beyond the last two. Yeah, like but this I know year's... they threw up the graphic of the last two, and then this year's logo, and pitted the Niners against the Ravens. I see. Yeah. I'm with Geo though. The the Ravens, for whatever reason, they're not interesting to me. I don't know why. Um, I like Lamar Jackson. I don't know. See, I don't know that I find them not interesting. I just, until I see them do it in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson, I'm going to just have my questions about them. I mean, and you could say that's unfair. I mean, hell, we could have said that, that is about, unfair. Could have said that about a lot of teams. They don't until you do it. You know, then we're going to have our questions. Yeah. And once they do it, then we'll give them their credit. I suppose. But it is right now in the A. I mean, if like it's a great opportunity for them because you could kind of poke holes in all the like the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. The Dolphins, we have their we have their questions about the Dolphins against big time teams. You know, the Bills have a chance to end up as the two seed, but they've had their struggles and they still got to take care of business in week eighteen against Miami. Um who am I missing? Chiefs we covered. The other teams that are kinda Fighting for it, right? The the you got the Bengals in the mix with Jake Browning. They were saying uh, that this this year, right now, heading into Week 18, is the most teams. Oh, Bengals are eliminated. Jeez, are the most teams that are still in the mix. Okay, so who am I forgetting then? Ravens, we have Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. The Brownies are in. That's Bills right. Oh, oh Browns, God, yeah. Joe Flack. Jeez, this is what happens when you sleep for two hours. Your brain turns to mush. I was talking to Jerry yesterday. We could get a Browns. Lions Super Bowl. Oh, God. That'd be awesome. Both have never been in. Right. That'd yeah. be so cool. Well, let's start with maybe Browns-Ravens at some point, which would kind of be cool. Flacco against his old team. All right. And then you've also got sort of brewing as this Rams Lion, potential Rams-Lions yes. matchup. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. I even like a Rams-Cowboys. I'm sorry. Lions-Cowboys matchup just because of what happened we with just the uh, two-point yeah. conversion. Yeah. Speaking of conspiracy theories, that uh, referee... Brad Allen yeah. from the Lions-Cowboys game, that referee and his crew, uh, they've been assigned Steelers-Ravens. So they get right back to national TV, and <laughs> some people found that to be, to have an issue with that. They don't want them on national TV. They feel like they should be um, penalized for their terrible uh, performance in the Cowboy-Lions like, game. Why is that? Okay, because that's one of the Saturday games. Saturday game. Um, but honestly, yeah. who cares about that game? Give them that game. Right. That's the Steelers. I know Steelers are still somehow. Yeah, they they have they need to win and get some help. 
quite a bit of help, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need a lot. And of again, help. I just thought the Bengals were still alive. So. And then the, the I Ravens read the playoff scenarios yesterday too. Jeez. The Ravens are supposedly uh, resting Lamar Jackson. So now the Steelers well, they have are the actually one seed locked up. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. For, so right now the Steelers are actually favored in that game, wow. which is wild. Not really if they're they're playing a backup quarterback and potentially resting other guys because there's nothing to be gained for them. I was going to say, I would still take the Ravens with, who's their backup quarterback? Um, Tyler Huntley, right? Yeah, yeah. I would take the Ravens with Tyler Huntley over the I'm Steelers. I'll take them. And by the way, the Steelers, today, I said they need to win and get some help. It's just a Bills loss to the Dolphins. Steelers win and a Bills there's some other scenarios as well. It gets more complicated after than that, after that, but that's the most but, straightforward one. But here's what the Ravens are going to do. If they're going to arrest Lamar Jackson this week, then they get the bye week. I know. Then we, it's three weeks. That's what always the... Then he's going to be rusty, and then the people are going to say, yep. why did you arrest him? Mm-hmm. That's always... I think you got to play him. Here's what you do. You play him and you go, listen, don't run with the football. Well, that's a big part of his game, as you know, Al. <laughs> Well, or, or they have him play like a half or yeah. See, you're without trying to illustrating right now. Yeah. the struggle these coaches have to try and figure you're these right. things out. But why haven't I feel like this should be figured out by now? Because there's no exact science. We should have a science to it. There's not. We should be you know able why? to like punch it into Chat GPT no. and it tell us what to do. This is the same reason why you know analytics with fourth down going for it and clock <laughs> management. Like I yeah. I understand the the thought process behind it. I do. And I do understand that there is some sort of mathematical component or qualitative component or whatever. But there there are still variables and humans at play. And it's not just in football. Like all the sports that are using analytics. Yeah, I mean, I'm baseball. good with a blend. But you like there are some things that a computer or AI or whatever simply cannot account for. I'm sorry you can't convince hmm. me otherwise. Hmm. Like, oh, hey, if we play Lamar Jackson, we have this percent. And I know John Harbaugh is a big analytics guy down there in Baltimore. But, like, you know, if if T.J. Watt gets blocked into Lamar Jackson and rolls up on his knee or whatever, like, how do you possibly account for that? Right. It's probability, I suppose, but, like, that's all what they're weighing. And, uh, I mean, I, it's fascinating because, you, like you just said, with the buy, rust factor, I mean, we've seen that before. Isn't there a computer program? Remember that movie Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller? Didn't yeah. he work in the... He uh, was a risk assessment guy. Yeah, yeah, he had, like, a computer. He would punch in, yeah, like, a lot of numbers. rock climbing. Yeah. He mm-hmm. could punch that in for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I happen to love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Any movie, to me, that involves diarrhea... <laughs> As a main plot line, I'm in. Irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Yeah, IBS. That was the first, I don't like. I don't think I can even say the word on the air. It's the first movie where I had ever heard the term, uh, you know what, let's not even Let's leave there. it alone. Yeah. Tell me at the break. Perfect. Yeah. All right, CeeLo, let's take a quick break. When we come back, how much does it cost to throw a drink on a fan? <laughs> and, when you're a billionaire. Yeah. And what did Nick Saban watch? After his loss to Michigan. We have that answer already? I have that answer for you, CeeLo. And then uh, Boomer and Gia will be here right at 6 o'clock. That's right.